Alright, welcome to from our long break of Wax FM. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, man, I, I had to take a little bit of a break. I had to step back from from a lot, actually. Um, life got crazy. Uh, everybody's life gets crazy. And, you know, whenever you bite off more than you can chew, you just got to step back and reevaluate what's the most important at that time, at that moment. So, unfortunately, the podcast had to take a back seat, but we're back and we're going to be here and we're going to bring you content, hopefully week Definitely. to week. Um, but, yeah, man. It's good to see yeah. you again, Sel. It's good to see Definitely. you again, man. Definitely, man. It's it's good to be back, um, speaking again, doing this podcast again, man. You know, it was we've both been crazy busy, so really we just had to, you know, take a break, take a step back. I went on a work trip for a couple weeks, man. Now I'm in the middle of a move across the country, and it's holiday season, so. I'm just glad to be back speaking again, talking about sports again, man. Talk about life again with you, man. It's just, it's amazing to be back. Man, can't tell you. I, I miss these talks, dog. It's It's been, it's been boring, bro. Every week I used to have, uh, have, it's almost like a mini therapy session, bro. We get to rant and talk about sports and yell about our favorite teams. You I'm know. telling you. <laughs> you know, man, it, not gonna lie, man. We we, we might have brought the Cowboys some bad luck by not recording these podcasts, man. They've been I a little, felt like that too, been, bro. When we were recording, they were on a roll, and then we stopped recording, and uh, bro, it's been, been bad. Been on a little slump, man. We got to give our bad. boys, <laughs> give them a little boost, man. We'll be straight. We'll be all right, though, man. But hey, got a couple topics to talk about this week. Everything going on in the world. First, we'll start with our hometown team, the Waxahachie Indians. Um, last time we talked, they were towards the end of their season. Unfortunately, their season ended in the playoffs against Temple. Uh, they went out and they lost twenty-eight to fourteen. But hey, man, at least they got to the playoffs under a first-year head coach, uh, new system, new offensive and defensive side of the ball was completely brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to the playoffs in the toughest district and probably the entire nation i can't think of a tougher district if, if you're talking public schools we, we're not gonna talk about prep because those are pretty mm-hmm. much all-star teams but when yeah. you talk about just homegrown boys this is definitely the toughest district in the nation um, you gotta be by far oh without question and for them to make the playoffs in that and hats off to them boys yeah they got a lot of return uh starters coming back next year too yeah They're a young team very young team majority of the skill players are coming back they got a couple of I mean, man, this 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 offseason, man, they've gotten a lot of kids getting offered. I mean, big offers too. A couple of them mm-hmm. from Tech, uh, some smaller D two schools, some smaller D one AA schools. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, their entire offensive line, it is they were seniors, so that's going to be a kind of a blow. Mm-hmm. But they got some good kids coming in. They're all it's going to be almost a full junior squad, so they'll yeah. have at least two years of starters on there. Shout out to my little brother, going to be starting center. Uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 you know what they got a bright future, and I'm excited for which Coach Tolly has for them. For sure, uh, high school playoffs are still going on right now. They're almost they got a couple more rounds, or I believe uh, close to state time. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets very competitive down there in Texas. You know, the most competitive football scene in the whole nation. So oh, we're excited question. to see who comes out on top, especially from the five A six A divisions. We'll see. Hey, man, some of those smaller school games are fun to watch. They're pretty high scoring. 
those three A, four A schools, and some yeah. you got some uh, sleepers in there too, man. They end up being it's some tough. studs coming out that place. Yeah, man. But we 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 know where all the talent is, man. We know oh, <laughs> we know when it comes down. We know oh, everybody's question. gonna pack out the uh, AT and T Stadium. Oh man, that atmosphere is crazy, crazy for state, man. Uh, it's it almost feels like a Cowboys game. Except <laughs> there's 13 different teams there. It's crazy, man. All these college scouts coming out to watch these boys. Um, and speaking speaking of college, uh, we've had a big shakeup um, in a lot of Texas schools, or not just Texas schools, but college schools, getting rid of head coaches, getting new head coaches. Um, the biggest one as far as the DFW area goes, TCU. Long-time head coach. With their longest-tenured head coach ever, Gary Patterson. Man. The legend. Definitely going into the College Football Hall of Fame. For sure. If he's not already in, I'm not sure. Definitely a legend. Um, it was time. It, it was time. Um, the guy, the last few years have been rough. They still have the talent. It's just, they just been getting beat up, man. They they. My biggest thing with them is they need to find a quarterback because... <laughs> Max Duggan is just not it. Uh, <laughs> Duggan is not it. No, he's not. He is really not. You see that? You see uh, everybody thinking Spencer Rattler and uh, TCU might be a sleeper pick for them? Might be. Could be, potentially. He would definitely give us a boost. Reminds me of when Kenny Hill came over to TCU mm-hmm. um, after his stint over there in A&M. But the biggest thing is the coach that they replace him with is just another DFW native coach from SMU. So he's going to come in, and SMU has had some great recruiting classes the last few years as far as the DFW area goes. So bringing that recruiting power over to TCU, I'm telling you, a lot of these kids that you see around the DFW area, expect them to be committing to TCU pretty soon. I was not mad at the head coaching choice. I would, I would just wish, um, I just wish we went for a bigger name. You know what I mean? I got sometimes. I feel you. The only thing is with big names, man, that doesn't always doesn't bring big always, success. No, I, I feel that. But I, with the bigger name, I do feel like recruiting across the nation in general is a little yeah. bit easier. I mean, just take a look we'll at like Lincoln Riley. I didn't. I'm not saying TCU could ever get a Lincoln Riley. Yeah. But I mean, look how much look how much Oklahoma crumbled in the last in the 24 hours Lincoln Riley left. How many recruits <laughs> left to, to to USC or just decommitted from Oklahoma in general? Yeah, man. But I think that's going to kick back up, man, because Oklahoma replaced Lincoln Riley. If y'all didn't know, Lincoln Riley shot Coach over Venables. to USC, to L.A. That man, Lincoln Riley, um, I don't know what to say about his. Have you ever been to his, USC campus? No, I haven't, but I heard it's amazing. It's weird. It's a weird campus because it's like in the middle of a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So like, and it's not like. I know most colleges are in the middle of a neighborhood. No, no, no. no. This yeah. is like you have like a random, like random houses inside the campus that you have to go. Like it's a weird, it's a weird school. It's like they 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 try they expanded into the neighborhood and left like actual like families houses. Like they're not frat houses. These are like family houses, neighborhoods. Yeah, neighborhoods. It's weird. It's a weird setup. I mean, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they obviously they don't mind, but mm-hmm. it, it's a weird campus. Like, it's, hey, it's not man. what I expected. Hey, it, it attracts enough people. That's um, true. That's true. Um, you know, the media had stuff to say about Lincoln Riley. Um, the way that he left Oklahoma uh, wasn't the greatest. 
especially considering the kids that he probably promised he would be there after this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, coaches promise everything, man. Bro, coaches he promise these kids. Gaslit them so nasty. I am not leaving for LSU. I am not yeah. leaving for LSU. Dipped out to USC at the first. And they said his reps had been talking to them. I mean, of course, that's how all these deals happen. The reps have been talking. Even though the coach legally can't talk to another school like that, he, he can <laughs> that's have, why you have representatives. Agents. Yep. Yeah, he had representatives talking to them for over a year, they said, to get it done. So, man, uh, over it sucks for year. Oklahoma to lose Lincoln Riley, but they got one of probably the best replacement in the country for him. Clemson's defensive coordinator, who was the highest paid coordinator in college football, um, Baven or not Baby Venable, um, Coach Venable from Clemson. So, it'll be interesting to see how many kids really continue to go to OU. Um, they're supposed to go to the SEC. In two years, I believe. And then LSU, the other big name, they got rid of, of course, everybody knew they got rid of their head coach in the middle of the season, but <clears throat> they hired Brian Kelly from Notre Dame for did, did a you massive see, contract. Did you see uh, the Panthers let go of Joe Brady? Yeah, Joe you, Brady. You think he goes back to college? It depends, honestly, because there's some... There's going to be a couple teams looking for offensive coordinators this offseason. You got um, the New York Giants. They're going to be looking for an offensive coordinator. You got some other coordinators that are going to be in the hot seat. So if he finds a better job in the NFL, I think he stays. But You know where I think he would, he would look pretty good at? And I hate that he would probably go there and probably turn this kid into a pretty nice quarterback. Uh, Who? The Giants. Yeah, I don't want him going there. But... Whatever, regardless, we're gonna beat him regardless. So I really don't oh, care. Oh, question. At the end of the day, but, but I, um, I think he would. I think he'd make uh, Eli 2.0 look pretty good. I think Daniel Jones. I think this is last year, man. I, I <laughs> as much as I don't like giving up on young quarterbacks, I think the Giants have seen enough from Daniel Jones. Not only just his um, inconsistencies, but his ability or his inability to stay healthy. It's That's just true. Been, it's just been a roller That's coaster true. over there in New York. I think if I'm them, I think they just need to. I think they just need to clean house, um, start over from yeah. scratch. You're not winning a Super Bowl in the next two, three years. Mm-mm. It's just not happening. You don't have the roster. Uh, I would say, man, just go take it, take it slow. Let the yeah. let the fans know that you're going to take it slow, so that the expectations aren't continuing to mount on you. And just build from the uh, from the ground up again. And they they, they they completely wasted two young, yep, two young core players in Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, bro. That's I say if, if I'm them, if I'm them, get Saquon up out of there. It's it's not that Saquon isn't a good. Um, he's back. just he's it's just, just worth he's more been, as a as a asset. You know what I mean? He's so he's been so injury prone. It's just it's. Since his second year, he's just been so injury prone. I think he's only played like two or three games each season. So it's just like, you, and you, you know his done? contract is coming up. I don't think he's done. I just think it's been an unfortunate string of injuries. I think not, if he goes not like, the right situation. Not like retired, but like, do you think he will ever see Saquon reach that pinnacle that he was heading towards? No, nah, I don't think we will. Um, 
especially considering injuries, because as people know that have watched football for a long time, once these running backs and skill position players, once they get a few string of injuries, it just does not stop. It's always like a couple nitpicky injuries that just keep coming, especially as a running back and you're getting 25 to 30 carries a game. Yeah, it's I don't really see him reaching that pinnacle where we thought he was going to be, but I think he he'll be a solid back. He's still got the skills. I think he could be a good rotation guy, kind of like the role mm-hmm. Zeke is playing. He's your feature back, but you got to get him. A, you got to get him a number two. Yeah, I don't really even see where he would. I don't see a system that could go in and just completely change the landscape right now. Um, anybody that really needs a running back, because you got to remember his contract is coming up. Uh, so yeah, he's going to want some money. He's. I don't. I think he's. I don't. I mean, I don't see anybody overpaying for him. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But enough of that divisional talk, man. I don't don't want to talk about no Giants players. That's disgusting. Uh, So we get to our boys, man. It's been kind of a... I'm not going to say kind of. It's been a rough patch since October. Because even these wins don't feel good. It's been been bad. Uh, And injuries... Gets it out the way. Injuries have been a big part of it, but at the same time, we just have not looked good as a team. Mostly offensively, I will say that our defense has still been pretty solid, they've been steady, pretty they've consistent. Been steady. They they're a bend don't break defense. Yep, they've been they've been steady. They're not giving up thirty points a game like we were last year and getting giving up three hundred yards on the ground. We're getting turnovers. We're getting sacks. Our defense, I cannot complain about. I cannot sit here and complain about our defense. I the one I have a complaint. It's not a huge one. I wish we weren't so soft up front. Our edges are nasty. Our D tackles are. Man, sometimes they give up too much, and it's because we can't have. Uh, it's. I'll it's, say it's, like it's, this. I don't really think it's our defensive line. I don't think it's. You know what? You're right. I won't blame the defensive line. There's a person in mind that I want to put it on because he irritates me. And he's almost Jalen Smith (laughs) 2.0. And I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say this, man. We we have one of the weakest linebacker cores. Well, we don't even really have a linebacker core. We're going to keep it. If we're going to keep it a buck, we we really don't have a linebacker core. We have one true linebacker right now. We have Leighton Vander Esch. Michael Parsons is more of an outside gadget dude. You you put him you put him on the line. You could put him on the outside linebacker. He could do whatever you need him to do. But as a true linebacker, he that he's just that's just not what he is. He's not no. a true linebacker. Leighton Vander Esch is one of the worst linebackers in the league now. And besides him, who do we have? Maybe Walford. Um, Jabril Cox is out for the year. He tore his ACL. And he was balling. And if you notice, we play a lot of dime package. We play a lot of nickel because mm-hmm. we just don't have the linebackers. We play a lot of um, <clears throat> we play a lot of safeties down in the box. We play um, a lot of single high safety sometimes because, as I said, when you have people like Keanu Neal, Jerron Curse, those dudes are pretty much <laughs> they could they could play they could fill that outside linebacker role. They can they can get inside the gaps. They can play the run game and they can cover tight ends out in coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. We really don't have any. Well, we have a linebacker. We don't have anybody yeah. else. <laughs> we have one linebacker. So with that, 
it's really easy sometimes to start dicing us up once you get that run game going because you gotta understand those big dudes in the middle like they're taking up two or three linemen usually they're mm-hmm. usually doubling those to get to that second level and when your second level is weak there's only so much you could do Michael that's Parsons true. saves that's us true. That's, Parsons, oh man Parsons athleticism saves us a lot man big it time. saves us a lot big and Jerron people like Jerron Curse and Keanu Neal coming in and being able to get off of blocks they're saving they're saving us they are saving us yeah cause sometimes uh, man those could turn into six real easy if they miss that tackle Real easy. And what I will say is Dan Quinn has shown me that he's the best pickup that we have had in, in a decades. long time. That cl- that's a, that includes players as well. He's players, just the best asset that. the Cowboys have gotten in a very long time. He was he was what, what everybody thought Rob Ryan was going to be for us. Yep. And the, the crazy part about it is, is, is watching this team, we really just don't have the talent to really be to be playing this great as a defensive team no we don't we have. now i will say we haven't played the most amazing offenses all the time that's cool but you still got to get it done <laughs> you got to get it done I, i'm just saying so. we are we did beat the number one team in the afc right now yep i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just so. saying Dan Quinn has been very good at getting keeping this defense solid now the offensive side of the ball uh, where do I start? Man, all oh, right, I know where to start. You know what irritates me sometimes? I What's hate, up? I hate whenever nothing is working. So Kellen Moore decides to do some trick play in the middle of nothing. <laughs> That's what irritates me. That's you know what, what gets me. I'll go straight for the man. I, I just go, I'll just go straight for the man. Look, man, Zeke does not need to be playing right now. That's just it. No, he That's doesn't. All I need to say. Um, as much as. From what I've seen, Tony Pollard is our number one running back right now. Zeke is still the name. Zeke is still the guy that defenses defenses they game plan for. But Pollard is he's our Swiss Army knife. <laughs> he's I I really do think he's Zeke, there. Zeke needs to sit a couple weeks, man, because he he's, definitely does. He's he's hobbling so nasty right now. He can't and even. As much as, I mean, I understand you want to be tough, you want to play it out, but bro, this is a long season. Long season. You had an extra I've, game. On top of that, you're not going to get a bye week. You're going to play wild card. Yeah. So, I was, to me, I think if if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm sitting Zeke for this Washington game, and I'm sitting him for who do we play right after Washington? It's a non-division game. It's our last non-division game. I got it right here. We play Washington. No, 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 no. It is a division game. We play Washington, and then we play the Giants. We've already beat the Giants. I don't care if he plays against the Giants. We could beat the Giants without Zeke. We could beat Washington without Zeke. I think we need to sit him for two weeks, let his knee heal up, give him whatever shots <laughs> you need to give him to heal yeah. his knee up, yeah. come back, play the Cardinals, play the Eagles again, and then go into the playoffs. Or, sorry, play Washington again, play the Cardinals, play the Eagles, and go into the playoffs. From there, we can get to cooking. Because right now, Zeke is... He's just not it, man. Mm. Um, He's holding us back. We're wasting a lot of plays on first and 10, second and 10, trying to run these gut plays, these zone plays with Zeke, and it's getting us one to two yards. Now, I will say, Tony Pollard has his big plays, but most of the time, he's only getting two to three yards 
at the same time, the difference has been our offensive line has not been healthy these last <laughs> month and a half. Very true. So very true. Um, no, I but feel I, like I agree with you. I think we need to sit them. And what, man? I don't really care if we win or lose to the Cardinals. I'll be honest with you. I, I Cardinals, I do any non-division game. I do not care about. I know. I, feel like, I know. Everybody wants to beat them. That's they're they're the number one team in the NFC. I know everybody it just wants does to, nothing for us. It does nothing. Literally, we don't. It. It. Whatever. Cool. Because we're not getting. We're not getting the number one seed. No. It's it's over. It's no. done. Everybody would have to lose two or three in a row. We would have to go. We would, We'd have to win out. It's just. It's probably. It's probably not going to happen, Cowboys mm. fans. I'm sorry. We're probably not getting the number one seed. It's cool. <laughs> The only reason you would want to beat the Cardinals is to avoid a matchup that you don't want, like facing the Packers in the first round or facing L.A. in the first round. You would want to. Only reason you would want to win that Cardinals game is trying to pick and choose who, who you, you want to play. Who you want to play? But you got to understand, we still got two more games after that card, or one more game one more after game. that Cardinals game. So, and let's just be. Who would you? Who would you rather play? The truth. Who would I rather play? Mm-hmm. Out of L.A. And the and oh, Green Bay. Green Bay, honestly. Um, and as much as Green Bay has hurt us in the past, um, I just feel like our matchup, the way our team matches up against theirs, I feel like our offense could move the ball easily against Green Bay. Not saying that Green Bay is just some pushover defense. I just feel like their interior defensive line you know how we want to play. We want to we want to run the ball. We want, we want to control to the line action. of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could do that better against Green Bay than we can against the LA Rams. And then of course, <laughs> you got to face that three-headed monster that well, sorry, two-headed monster now Robert Woods is not playing it uh the rest of this year, but you got Odell over there, you got um Stafford. I will be honest you with you, the only one Cooper that scares Cup. me on offense is Cooper Cup. Hey man, he's that's the best receiver in the league this year. Yeah, without question, without question. But he's the only one that scares me. Odell, I don't know. I, I like because Odell likes to play his hardest against the Cowboys. Because Odell is Odell. That boy didn't have that boy can can spit out a good game to to save his life last year, and out of nowhere he runs it up on us last year. So I, hey I man, we got a we got a couple players that I hate facing. Odell is one of them since his rookie year. He just he likes to cook us. You saw with Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson got in the game against us. He That's ain't played true. us Deshaun in years. Deshaun Jackson ain't played us in a minute. He just decided to go off and went crazy. It's just certain players that get against us. They get they get on that other sideline against us, and they just go crazy. That man was on the team for forty eight hours and decided to cook us. Yeah. And also, I'll say I want to play Green Bay because I want to beat them. I want to get over that hump, man. I feel like to get to that Super Bowl, we got to get over. We got to get over those humps that used to trip us up. So we 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 got to beat that man number twelve. I would love to send Green Bay home. I, yeah, yeah, I would love to send Green Bay home. And right I'll say this: I'm gonna say this. I don't think the Bucks are getting. They're the number one team right now. The Bucks are the number one in the NFC. I don't think that they're getting as far as people think they're gonna get. I thought the Cardinals are number one in, in the NFC right now. Um, Bucks no, have lost, I think the, I Bucks think, have lost three. I think the Bucks might be. I think the Bucks might be number one. No, Cardinals are number one. You're right. 
Cardinals are number one. So yeah, um, Cardinals are number one. So everybody else would have to play each other. Hey man, if you give me the Buccaneers again, I will take that. <laughs> you give me the Buccaneers again, I will take that gladly. If you ask me today who I wanted to play out of those three teams, the Packers, the Bucks, or the Rams, give me the Packers. Or not the Packers, the Bucks. I think we could beat the Bucks too. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we should have beat them week one, but that's a different. We're 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 two weeks we down beat, the road, so we could beat Tom Brady. We could oh, beat with Tom that Brady. question. Yeah, for sure. I think I feel like our offense is way better than their defense as well. For sure, for sure. And they lost. They lost. Uh, no, I think he's. I think he might be back now. Vita Vea was out for a little bit. Oh yeah, but he's back. I, I think he's back. I think. I think we'll have. We'll have some for them if we was to play the Buccaneers again. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the playoffs going to look pretty nice for the Cowboys. Hey man, the whole NFC is tight, man. So is the AFC. So these playoffs are going to be probably one of the most entertaining in a while. Because very no, long. Nobody. I don't know who. I mean, anybody can come out. The both sides of the of the conferences. You know, the, I don't have a anybody team. Anybody can come out. Because the Patriots are number one right now. I, I do. Th- um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I do think Kansas City pulls it out of them. I do think they're going to take it. I'll be honest with you. For the Chiefs to pull it out, they got to get better offensively. Because even though they're on this, win which is a crazy right now, thing to say. They're on a they're on a great win streak right now. Yeah. But their defense has been carrying their offense these last couple weeks. They we can relate. Besides besides the Chiefs against the Raiders, the Chiefs have not looked great offensively. Even against us, we were if we score once. It's, look, man, bro, that game was winnable. That, that game was winnable. Very winnable. If we just if we just put some points on the board, bro. We're I mean the defense held them to what nineteen I think. Yeah. Yeah, we averaged, bro. We're we're an offense that at that time averaged thirty five forty. Yeah. If we'd have just scored our thirty, that's a winnable game. We take that. It's just a winnable game. We scored three touchdowns, two touchdowns in that game. Besides what we did, we're in that game. I think it's a completely different <laughs> ball game. Uh, that game was probably the game that pissed me off the most with Kellen Moore, because his his play calling in that game was very annoying. He like he ran a lot of screen passes. Um, a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage. I did not like that at all. I and feel like if we went into that game with the same mentality that we had against the Buccaneers, we would we win oh, that game for sure. But he ran a lot of screens against the Buccaneers as well. Somewhat. The thing about the Buccaneers when we played the Buccaneers, we had better blocking then too. We were not That's blocking true. well against That's the Chiefs. That's true. Very true. My thing is, is if you see that we're not blocking well, yes, you have to trust your players, but at some point. Let let Dak rip it, man. Honestly, you pay this man forty million a year, thirty eight, whatever he's getting paid. I don't. Let him rip I it. don't like that he gets conservative on that sometimes. Yeah, he, he does get a little Jason Garrity on that. Yeah, but you gotta. Hey, that's his mentor. Yeah, so, yeah. But it'll be all right, man. I, I believe we're headed. We're I feel like we're gonna peak at the right time. That's what I said. You know what? I have trust in us. The, the Cowboys, look, every championship team in the past had a, had a slump midseason. Mm-hmm. There's no, they're not going to be perfect the entire now 17 games. Um, they're going to have some bad games. You know what? We're 8-4, yeah. and four and we're talking about them like they're 4-8. and eight. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to quit complaining. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Washington this week. Of course, division game. We got to contain... It's two people we got to contain. 
We got to contain Haneke. We got to contain um, Antonio Gibson. No, how do I keep forgetting his name? McLaurin. Mc, oh, Terry McLaurin. We got to contain. If we contain those two, we'll be straight. Because um, Haneke is one of those players. Um, he's very. He's. A, I can't figure him out. He's. He's, I, he's I, very Gardner Minshew kind of. He. I, I. I don't know how to explain. Like, yeah, I think. I think what you explained is like they're one of those players that just when they have everything going for them, they don't perform great, but they know how to make plays. You know what it is? It's just weird. They know how to play in the mud. Yeah. They just know how to play with crap. And yeah. that's that's just what it is. Uh I'm not gonna lie. I, I like I like the Heineke kid. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wish he didn't play for Washington. Um, I like his I like his toughness, man. Bro, I could see him. Those... I can see him in Washington the next ten years, bro. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't think they want him in Washington. I don't think so either. Because, so, I can understand it. Because the games that I have not watched Washington, I look up and they're only scoring 14, 17 points a game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what happened? But for some reason, Tyler Heineke, when he goes against a marquee matchup. He's a baller. Okay. Like when he So, you're not going to like this comparison, and it's almost blasphemy for me to say this, but he kind of gives me Robo-ish vibes. Mm, I can't give him that, bro. Like, I, like, I just like, can't. Just, just remember young Romo. Just remember everybody had questions about him. Remember the unsureness we had about him. Mm, and then, nah, out of nowhere... I won't say he is him. I just said ish, Romo ish. He's not, he's he's not the legend. He's not him. Mm-hmm. But he just kind of gives me that. I don't know, bro. He's a fighter. He's a dog. I, I'll, I'll give you a comparison. This is who I think he is. Truthfully, I think he's Colt McCoy. I think he's Colt McCoy in the NFL. I think he's just another version of Colt McCoy. Man, but in he's the Redskins mobile. uniform. But he's mobile. Colt McCoy was. Oh, I just see I see Colt McCoy. Like I don't know if you remember seeing Colt McCoy back up um, the Redskins for a little while. When Colt McCoy got in the game, I felt like him and I felt like him and Heineke they played the exact same way. Like yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, going yeah. to keep you in the that. game. I can kind of see that they're going to keep you in the game. Um, the only big thing about Heineke is he's he's got a little bit more dog in him. You know what I mean? You can yeah. tell, you can tell him being underrated. He got that dog in him, it's so he's gonna come to play. You know what? Colt McCoy had the luxury of having early success in his mm-hmm. college career, so he kind of—I wouldn't say he was entitled, but he was—he yeah. was used to having. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, his ground and, got shook up. Yeah, Heineke's had to fight for everything he's wanted, bro. He's nothing. Yeah. Nothing has been given for that man. He has earned yeah. it all. He's got that. So because even this year he was supposed to be the starter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's, yeah. he's got that. He's got that. Like I said, he's got that dog in him, man. So he's and, he's and a again, baller. that's where I say he gives me Romo-ish vibes because you know, yeah. What you call it was uh-huh. Drew Bledsoe was supposed to be the dude that was supposed to mm-hmm. be our quarterback, and you know, long you know, everybody yeah. knows the story. Romo took over and he never let go. That's what I'm trying to say is, I really do feel like. Heineken can be the quarterback there for the next 10 years and which is a weird if Washington was smart they would invest behind him because you're going to have a cheap quarterback for the next at least two years 
Yeah. I say this. I think Washington is in a they're in a caution state right now. They're not they're not committing to Heineke. And you notice the way that they talk about him in press conferences and they ask him about the future at quarterback. They never give a, a, a clear answer besides no. Heineke is the quarterback for now. So the way that they're playing it is smart. So Heineke keeps that edge on him. He knows that his his job could be taken at any time. So we'll see. Redskin fans, or sorry, Washington football team fans, they like Heineke. So if they like him, hey, man, as long as we get the dub at the end of the day, I don't care who's at quarterback for him. That's true. Very true. <laughs> That's very true. I don't care for them at all, but I don't know. Sometimes you just kind of like you like players, even though they're on the, your division rival, man. Yeah. He's one of them I do like. Hey. He's one I, of them I, I love like. the OBJ. Still love OBJ to this day. Hated him. Hated him. Playing for the Giants. Nah, that dude I, is a dog. I, I still can't get behind OBJ, bro. He irritates me too much. And people don't remember. People don't remember before we got Amari Cooper. Or actually, not before we got Amari Cooper. Before we got CeeDee Lamb and all that. When Odell wanted out, <laughs> they were saying that Odell wanted to come to Dallas. And I believe he did want to come to Dallas. It's just they weren't trading him to anybody in NFC. It wasn't going to happen. No. He was going to the AFC. 100% no. And then by the time that he was in Cleveland, by the time he wanted out of Cleveland, I mean, we got a three-headed monster over here. So, <laughs> we don't. We're, we're, we might lose, we him. might lose a monster, though. I don't think so. You think we keep him? I think we keep him. I think we're going to re-sign Gallup. I think he gets like a four-year, like 50. To, I think he gets like four years, 60 mil from us. Because the salary cap is going up again. Mm-hmm. And Saw we, don't that. Have, we don't have anybody to pay again. Um, I know Pollard's coming up. I think it's Pollard and Gallup. I think that's the only people that we have to re-up. And you know how Dallas likes to do. We take whoever's... Um, Whoever has the biggest contract at the time, we take them. We rearrange their money. They get a little bonus. Did we already so, rearrange Zeke's money? I think we did. I think this last season we rearranged. I feel like a we did too. Money. I think this next year we're probably going to mess with Dak's money. We'll probably mess with Zach Martin or Tyron Smith's money again. Um, try to free something up because we still have that dead money going to Jalen Smith. Um, That's a lot, next of, year. lot of dead money, bro. I think it's like six mil, six, seven mil in dead cap. So, but I, at the end of the day, the salary cap is going up again. It's a big jump this year. I think we're, I think Jerry Jones is going to pull it out because I don't think Gallup <laughs> wants to go anywhere. I'm going to be honest with you. I wonder, I've always been curious what the Cowboys will look like with no cap. <laughs> oh, we'd be the Yankees. <laughs> we'd be the Yankees. <laughs> We we pay nothing but luxury tax. Jerry Jones would <laughs> out the money. We beat the Yankees. That's, I hope we at least uh, win though, because the Yankees can't seem to do that. Hey man, I just just give me one ring. That's all. God, <laughs> just <laughs> give us one ring. I I will I will I promise you. I'll be the I most annoying Cowboys fan you'll ever meet, dog. I'll be the most annoying for twenty four hours. I'm gonna that go. I'm gonna go buy some jorts and everything. I am. I promise you, wherever I am that day, everybody's gonna know the Cowboys won the Super Bowl that day. And I'm tagging every every hater, every naysayer. I'm gonna be the most annoying Cowboys fan. I don't even care. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show up to church. I'm gonna show up to church that following Sunday, head to toe in Cowboys gear. <laughs> hey man, I'm just taking it one week at a time, though, man. One win, one dub, get it done. I don't care how it gets done. We we could. 
we could win the Super Bowl three to zero. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can we can hey, win bro. it three. A win's a win, win dog. A win's two a win. to zero. I don't care how I it don't is. Care. You give me a Lombardi Trophy in Dallas again? What? <laughs> it's over, man. But this man here, uh, I definitely one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely hey, want man. that. But uh, let us know the teams that y'all are rooting for this year. Uh, we know most of y'all's people that listen in. We know your teams, but anybody new that's listening, let us know your favorite teams. Who y'all are hoping um, goes off in the playoffs? Who you think is going to be Super Bowl champion this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, give us your picks. Give us your your predictions. Tell us. And if you hate on the Cowboys, leave that trash talk in the comments too. We'll, we'll argue with you all day. We'll even invite you on the show, and we'll argue with you here. <laughs> but yeah, anything's welcome. Criticism, critique, whatever you want to say, leave it. But again, it's great to be back talking sports again. Uh, our Cowboys are leading the division. Uh, life is great. Both of our lives are great. It's great to see everybody that we know flourishing right now. It's the holiday season. Absolutely, it's Best Christmas time, time bro. It's the best yes. goddamn time of the year, man. We get to yeah. everything's all romanticized and <laughs> it's it's a good time, man. It's it's the yeah. holidays. You can't help be yeah. happy. You can be happy. And I know I'm forking over at least a couple hundred this <laughs> maybe a thousand this year. Oh man, I don't even want to talk about it. I, I did some Black Friday <laughs> shopping already and oh, my pockets are hurting. My Oof. pockets already hurting. Oh man. But um, to end off the show, just wanted to take a few moments really to just um, just say anybody out there that's listening, uh, that just happens to listen in to the end of the show. Um, like Jay said earlier, the best person that you could take care of always is yourself. So absolutely just want to let y'all know, man, just if you're, you you were ever debating anything ever regretting anything ever feeling down on yourself man take some time to reevaluate yourself step back um revisit with those that you love those that you hold dearest to you it doesn't have to be blood it could be anybody it could be us it could be your best friend man just yeah man our dms are always open uh man if you just need somebody to talk to hey man i, I will listen to your conversation a million times over before anything else yep because we're we're some of the biggest sports fans in the world, but at the end of the day, everybody's human. We all go through stuff. As Jay said before, he had to take a step back from the show for a while. We all get busy. Um, but even during this holiday season, um, those it's that may tough, feel man. alone. Especially the last couple of years, people people are going through the holidays this year without somebody for the first time. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, uh, you're not alone. Uh, if you need an ear, uh, our ears are open 100%. Always. And show love to somebody this holiday. Absolutely, season, man. man. Just just love everybody. Just love your people. Love a stranger. Do something kind. Yeah, hey, man. We live in a world that's that's very selfish. But... It's the season of giving. You know what? Hey, and the, the biggest thing you can do is give somebody your time. And then biggest thing. If that's all you have, I promise you, it's 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 more than they'll ever ever think that you would ever give them. So, hey, do some volunteer yeah, work, bro. You know, feed your soul. <laughs> Do something like yep. that, man. It's 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 giving season. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and cap it off here. And yep. man, it's back. Wax FM is <laughs> back. back. We are here. We back. And we'll see y'all. We haven't picked a date on when this is gonna release, but I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, hey man, it was good talking to you, Sal. 
I'm glad yes, we're sir. doing this again. And uh, I'll see you next time, bro. Yes, sir. Out of here. <laughs>